Hello, and welcome to another episode of Marriage on a Tightrope. I'm Alan. And I'm Katie, and we're still married. It is the third Sunday of me going back to church, and last week was very difficult, so we're going to see how it went today. But... Yeah, let's, we'll get to that. Yes, we want to make one little announcement before we dive into that topic. So, uh, Katie, why don't you talk a little bit about uh, a little meetup we want to plan? Yeah, you guys, we have talked about doing meetups, and we finally put one down in the calendar. So, for all of you Utah County folk, we are having a meetup on Saturday, September 21st at 5 p.m., and... Uh, this is for couples only. It's kind of distracting when your kids are around, and plus, there's people that don't want to talk about all this stuff in front of their, their kids. kids just yet, so. right? So, the location is to be announced. So, we are looking for a venue. We could do it at a restaurant, we could do it at a park, but we would prefer to have it in someone's home. So, if you live in Utah County and you would like to host an event, I don't know how many people will come, but. We would love to have it at someone's home. I think it'd be easier. We could do like potluck style and then we could have just people, all of you meet each other that live down there. Yeah. If you're not in Provo proper, if you're in a surrounding city somewhere down there, we're just looking at doing it down there. If you're willing to host, send us an email at marriageinatightrope at gmail.com and let us know um, how much, how many people you'd be comfortable with uh, hosting and we'll just take it from there. We'll see. Yeah, we'll create a, an event and get some RSVPs just so that we could get an idea. Maybe we'll do a, a sign-up genius so that people can sign up to bring something to the potluck. But we would like it, we would love for you to put it down on your calendar Saturday, September 21st at 5 p.m. And just like plan on coming and being there. And if you want to come and you're the believing spouse, but your unbelieving spouse does not want to come, like we will take anyone. This is not just a couple's like, please, please come in whatever stage you're in. And we're not going to check your address. You don't have to live in Utah County to be there. So if you, if you don't live in Utah County, but you want to come anyway, that's totally fine. That's totally great. The whole purpose is just to connect people. So we'll... We'll do these every so often, and we'll change locations. Uh, So for those that are nowhere close to Utah County or Utah, uh, hopefully we'll be able to branch out and do some other events in your neck of the woods. By the way, what is a, what is like a potluck genius? What is that? No, sign-up genius. What is sign-up genius? Uh, If you are a PTA mom or... I'm not. (laughs) Or actually they use it a lot in the wards. So sign-up genius is... Just like a sign up, you send an email to everyone. People sign up for stuff. You can see what's been taken, mm. what's not been taken. Super easy and nice. free. So, I like that. Yeah, yeah, I like that too. They're not a sponsor, by the way. That, they are. They are not a sponsor. That, that wasn't I'm a just, really smooth advertisement. I just had no idea what that was when you I'm said just, it. You really haven't ever used. No, I've never heard. Genius? No, I've never heard of it. Wow, I'm so mm. surprised. I don't know. You should volunteer more at the school. I know. Usually, I guess I don't <laughs> volunteer things often enough. All right. That's awesome. Okay. So September 21st, 5 p.m., uh, look for the event in our Facebook group. And we'll put it on Instagram. But yes. like, block it out. Come, please. Save the date. We really want you to come. Yes. All right. So let's get to the topic at hand. And hopefully you can tell just by the, the tone of our voices, we're not, it's not as drama-filled as as last week, at least between the two of us. Uh, Mm. And what? What was that? Mm. We'll get there. 
Let's talk about it. Oh, that looks like I'm going to get shocked today. All right. So there was an email that we received in the middle of the week in response to our most recent episode. Okay, wait. Side note. Yeah. Before we say that. I love responses. I love seeing your emails. I love seeing your Instagram responses. Alan sees your Facebook posts. Just like big time thank you. If we don't immediately reach out to you uh, because we need to catch up on emails and such, thank you. It really helps us to know that what we're saying, especially last week where I felt like it just went nowhere. Right. But it resonated with some of you because some of you said, uh, we just talk in circles and nothing, nothing really becomes of it. So... Thank you for reaching out to us because that's super helpful for us. Yeah, and sorry if it takes a while to reach out. Richard, you know who you are because I just said your first name. He sent me a text that asked if I wanted to go to lunch and I was on a work call and just completely forgot to respond. So I'm sorry. Let's go to lunch sometime soon. I know. I'll pay. Um, Okay, so here's the listener email from church. And this, this changed things for me going into this week. So he said, good morning. Just heard, oh, by the way, I asked permission and he uh, said we could use this, so that's good. Good morning, just heard your episode where Alan had gone back to church for a week and it didn't go particularly well. Here's some older guy advice, things I have done to make church a more fulfilling experience. I hope it's helpful. I got the impression from the podcast you went to church very internally focused. How are these talks and lessons going to land with me? What should I say? Do I agree with it? And so on. Another approach is to go to church with an outward focus. How can I contribute, support, serve these people today? Things that could be done regardless of belief in what is being said. And then he gives a list. Help take care of your kids and enjoy your time together. Help take care of someone in the bishopric or in the stands kids. Help take care of someone's kids who has an infant. Send good vibes to the speaker who most likely doesn't want to be there. Uh, nod and smile back at the speaker as much as you can. That helps me a ton when I speak. Try to emphasize with where the speaker and their stories are coming from. Sit next to someone you don't know. Sit next to someone or talk to someone twice your age. Ask them something about their life or family or history. Ask someone how they're doing. Volunteer to sit or teach in primary with someone who may want to go to an adult class on occasion. I'm rooting for both of you. Keep up the good work. So... When I got that, I thought, that's a really interesting idea. Um, But you heard, hopefully, the last episode Katie and I did, and it was pretty clear that that was one of the epiphanies from last week, is uh, it has been a very inward focus, and not particularly and specifically paying attention to what Katie needs, and how Katie's feeling when I was going back. So this week, I wanted to go back, uh, I wanted to go to church with a focus on Katie and at least take care of the distraction of the kids so that she could pay attention. And that's what I went in to do. So one of our kids was taking a while to get ready for church. And so I went to church with three of the kids and Katie hung back. So when Katie got there, right before sacraments started... Um, she was about to sit on the other end of the kids, but I had saved her a seat on the inside wall side of the pew so that she could sit in between or on the very end. And I would be in between her and the kids. That was the the strategic plan 
to um, if the kids needed anything or people needed to hush them, I would be the one to do it so that she could pay attention. That's literally the mindset I had the entire sacred meeting is let Katie pay attention, grab the hymn book and sing, not be distracted by the kids, not be distracted by me. And how was that for you? It was a great experience. I love mm-hmm. not having to deal with the kids. I Can we talk about why our second oldest was having a like was getting there late. I think we need sure, to talk about that. Sure, go ahead. Okay, so I went downstairs to tell my son to get ready for church, and he, of course, said, I don't want to go, which this is nothing new. And so he said, I don't want to go. It's boring. It's a waste of time, on and on. And so we kind of had this battle of wills back and forth, and I said, Let's go and then let's talk about it afterward. And you can tell me what was hard or what was good or what was difficult. But we're going together as a family. So he was pretty upset and he cried about it. When he gets upset, he cries. He doesn't... My other son will just like yell and get angry, but this one cries. So he cried about it, then got dressed, and I waited for him to eat his food. And then we got to church just right after Alan did. And so... Sitting in church and listening, being able to actually like listen to the speakers, that was all great. It was great that Alan could sit next to the kids and sort of play defense, (laughs) man-to-man defense on them. And so that was way more enjoyable for me uh, because I got to actually listen to what the speakers had to say. The talks were fine. There wasn't like any sort of epiphanies or lightning bolts of things that I heard that really stuck with me. But it was nice. It was a nice time. And then after, so, okay, so towards the end of sacrament, the one kid, Hayden, who was having a really hard time, he said, can I just leave after the first hour of church? Right. And because I was the one closer, I dealt with the question. So I turned to Katie and I was like, he doesn't want to go to class. And side note, I mean, it's, it's, this is a difficult, delicate balance because like, I feel like if we force them to do these, to go, they're going to, they're, as soon as they have a choice, they're not going to do it. And I also feel like if we don't, like, push them to go, and I'm not saying push them hard, or, but if we don't encourage them to go either, they'll never do anything that doesn't have to, that's not boring. Or, I mean, just because it's boring doesn't mean that you just don't go. Right. No, I, I completely understand. I completely understand. When, when my 11-year-old's looking at me with a tear in his eye saying he doesn't want to go for me it's you know if if he's saying the same thing about school and there's no bullying going on or anything it's easy for me to point at why school is important it's easy for me to say well you you have to go to school because you learn and this is how you're going to get the life skills you need and and etc etc get your high school diploma and and grow up to be a good adult I don't have the same strong feelings about the requirement to go to church. 
So I don't like the boring... I don't like the excuse of it's boring, it's boring, it's boring. I don't have the same motivation to push him to go to church than I do this, to push him to go to school. I haven't had a school, an education faith crisis. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I feel mixed because I feel like we will have them go and sometimes it's boring, like they say, and sometimes it's super positive and they end up really liking it and having a good experience. And which, what ended up happening today with him? That is, so, okay, wait, hold on. So, yeah. so Alan says... He says, can I go home? And, and I said, look, I'm part of doing the singing time. We're doing a baseball theme. My son's obsessed with baseball. So it'll be fun. Like, singing time's great. So come to singing time. If you want to leave after singing time, you can go home. You can walk home and do the dishes. Right. So I, you told that to me. You say, right. just have, tell him to go to singing time. If he doesn't want to go to class after that, that's fine. He can walk home and do the dishes. Um, I think that di- it doesn't matter. We don't need to take credit. I think the dishes, it was my idea. It was, I don't want him to just go home. He needs to do something. So I lean over and I tell him and he gets a big smile on his face. He's like, all right, great, cool. And then he's like, a minute later, he's like, what do you mean we're playing baseball in singing time? I'm like, I don't know exactly what they're doing, but they're doing something to do with baseball and the teachers are wearing baseball hats and it's going to be fun. So he goes, I wasn't in singing time. In fact, let's, let's keep the focus on this kid for a second, then we can talk about what everyone else did in the second hour. Turns out that he stayed the whole time. Yeah, he went to singing time and he liked it. And then he went to class and after church he said, I really liked it. It was we had we had a good time. Yeah. So he was fine. He ended up staying. So for him <laughs> it was one of those Alright man, after singing time if you want to go, go ahead. And he didn't. He stayed. He stayed. However. And yeah. Then there's there's three other kids. And one of them was fine. And two so our oldest overheard Alan tell, tell our Hayden that he could go. So I see our oldest like wandering the halls. And I'm like, go back to, go back to class. And he said, no, dad said that I could go home. And I said, what? And he said, yeah, he said I could go home halfway through class. I said, no, he didn't. He said that to Hayden. And he f- fought me on it. And he was, like, FaceTiming his cousin in Georgia and walking through the halls just talking on speaker to this cousin. And I was so mad. I just said, okay, fine, walk home and do a chore when you get there. <laughs> I was really annoyed with him. And I was busy in primary, okay. so I didn't really have a minute to sit and talk it out with him. So we got home. Well, and okay, my youngest was a nightmare. My five-year-old was a nightmare. But it's just I'm just going to have to expect that I'm going to have to deal with him. Alan, <laughs> you said, I've done what I was going to do. I'm here to support you at church, and now I'm going to leave. You didn't stay for the second hour. No, I didn't. And... And I thought, you know, at first this, here's where I was coming from. I didn't explain this entire decision to you, but this little go back to church experiment at first, the first two weeks was very much hyper-focused on how am I going to feel? How is it for me? 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 And that this, the script flipped this week. It was, how can I be helpful for Katie? How can I make this a better experience for her? And so when sacrament was winding down, I thought me going to Sunday school 
is not going to be helping Katie. The only the only possible outcome of me not going or me going to Sunday school is I get mad. So I'm I'm gonna go. We have some we have family coming over for dinner. I have to fix a sprinkler head. I'm gonna go fix the sprinkler head and get a few things done at, at the house. And so for me, it was like, yeah, I don't really feel like I need to go that second hour because it's not meeting my goal of helping Katie. So I asked you, is there anything I can do? And before I go, and you had, you had left the baseball hats. And so I went and grabbed a baseball hat for you and brought it back. So I was confused, though, because after you and I had read that listener email, we both just agreed that that was, that was going to be something that we could focus on and be helpful with this Sunday. So when you decided to leave the second hour, I, I was confused because I thought that maybe you would take the email's advice and use that for the second hour. Yeah, I guess I didn't communicate it very well because I read this email and what I, what I felt like I could accomplish today was not a 180 degree turn from last week. It instead was a, maybe a 90 degree turn and focus solely on how can I make sure this is a good thing for you. So I guess I did not, I did not feel like I could go to Sunday school and, and be very Zen-like. I didn't feel like me going to Sunday school was going to do anything to help you directly. And so I just, for me, it wasn't like a, there's no way I am going to Sunday school. For me, it was like, I don't really see the need to do that. I helped, I helped her in this first hour. Me going to Sunday school is not going to help her at all. So mm-hmm. I'll ask her if there's anything else I can do to help. And there was. I can go get the hat. So for me, it wasn't like this stomp away thing. It was like, okay, hmm. I wonder if moving forward, just helping Katie wherever she can be helped is the way to go. And if if it's, not, then I does, take off. Does that mean coming to church every week now? I don't know. It's one week at a time. I certainly look at this as there's peaks and valleys and there may be certain weeks that I don't want to go or certain weeks where I ask you if we can go do something else together as a family. I know that there's people listening right here that maybe the unbelieving person is like, Alan, don't you dare permanently go back to church because my wife or my (laughs) husband is going to kill me. Why can't you go back to church like Alan's going back to church? Like that's... But trust me, I'm thinking about. On that. the flip side, I don't know if I want you back. Not to be rude. <laughs> Fine, I'll stay home. No, 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 no. I'm only saying that because uh, it, it, I don't know. Uh, I also know the, the messages and everything that I hear. That's kind of why I tried talking you out of it in the first place. Is is I I like I know what that does to your mental health. Right. So. Not in a mean way or anything. It's just, it's a weird balance. And I just don't know. I don't think, obviously, going to church is not, going to class, I should say, is not sustainable for you. No, unless I'm going to be open, like we talked about last week. Unless I'm going to be in a place. We got an email from, or you got a message on Instagram from a listener that said, Hey, I've thought the same thing in my ward because I still attend. And I've thought I should just raise my hand and say, Hey, I don't believe anymore. But you guys are great. So I'm going to keep coming and let's be friends. And so he's like, Alan's not the only one. It's not a self-centered thing. It's just a being honest thing. 
So it's, I don't think it's sustainable moving forward, but no. next, again, next Sunday, I don't know. This is all an experiment. It's all trying <laughs> what, what works and what doesn't. The end goal isn't to, let's figure out a way that I can attend again. Like, that's not the goal. It, the goal, the goal is just to explore my own personal feelings, explore how Katie feels with me being there, explore sitting in between her and the kids. So is, is that helpful for her? Um, so this is what I'm worried about. Like, I'm worried about it backfiring a little bit. Because right now the boys have a hard time going and they complain and they cry and they, they don't want to go. And then they go, and sometimes it's still boring. Sometimes they have a good time. But that's reinforced by you and I, because at least for this these three weeks, we've gone together as a family. Right. And when you stop going, then it's all on me to do it again. To, to, to just, well, this is what we do as a family. Well, we don't really do it as a family. Do you know what I'm saying? Well... I see the kids. Have, I don't think that that's the message that we've sent them. The, but the boys give me much more grief than they give you about it. And it's because I'm the one that's there in the pew with them. Right. And and so because you're not there, you don't feel the heat of that. But I do. It's been a little bit easier because you've been there, you've been able to deal with them. Also, it's not just been me like it has on past mm-hmm. the past eight months where I've been alone. And I'm worried that when you stop again, I'm going to start feeling that heat again. Just putting it out there. Will the heat be worse or will it be... Might, ni- maybe. Will it be nice to have had a break from the heat for a few weeks? Like I mean, you were feeling that heat for eight, eight months... And I just doused you with some water for three weeks so that you didn't feel the brunt of it. Right. So when I get back into it, uh, I feel like I may just... <laughs> I don't know. I, do you know what I'm saying? I'm saying it's just, it's just hard. It's just hard that... It's hard to turn it on and it's turn hard it off to turn, and turn it on, it on and, and turn it off. Yeah. It's, it's, that's, that's difficult for me. So what if, what if this a little experiment is further is further putting us into a place or or solidifying the idea of whatever we do on Sunday, we're going to do it as a family. So if I'm going to church, or if, if church is happening, we're all going. If we do something else, we're all going to go do something else. Allen Church, as, as we've called it in a, in a few episodes... Where, you know what, this week we're going to skip church and go on a hike. This week we're going to go to a different church. This week we're going to go to our church. Whichever it is, we all do it. And we, we talk about it as a family or as a couple before Sunday so that we know what's happening. Would that make it easier for the kids? The two that are structure. complaining? I mean, I uh, think structure, structure is like, helped. Hey guys, yeah. we can talk to them today and say, hey, you know what? We're not always going to go to our church, but when we do... We are all going. I think so. I think that would be helpful. And if, I mean, again, I'm painting such a pretty picture because I don't know how future weeks are going to be, but I do know that today, focusing on you, it wasn't difficult for me. It wasn't, I, I didn't, I wasn't looking at the speakers and rolling my eyes and then they, of course, the almost the entire message that is being shared, I don't agree with. That's okay. That's fine. 
there wasn't anything particularly aggressive, anything aggressive against those that don't believe or used to believe and no longer believe. Um, That's not always the case. So some weeks maybe it's not a perfect science. But I think that if we just kind of make that rule of the family's going to do what the family's going to do together. I like that. Me too. I do. I don't know how that's going to work. Maybe we'll have to do future episodes on our Alan Church, Katie Church sort of thing, back and forth. But I like the idea of it. I am coming to a close on my primary calling. Calling. I've been there almost, I've been there three years, and I told the bishop that I had one more primary program in me. And so at the end of September, it's our primary program, and then I know that they already are thinking of people to call in my place. And it'll be a step down no matter what they do. It will be a step down no matter what happens. Oh. No, I mean for me. Like, oh, yeah, I'm I'm complimenting you. Oh, you're complimenting me. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. At the same time, I'm putting down whoever they replace <laughs> oh. me with. I thought you were saying, like, anywhere I go after primary is a step down, which is true. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think that that would fit nicely after the primary program, program trying, like, the... Allen Church, Katie Church, that would probably work really well after my calling. Because it's really hard. It's really hard hard to do right now. It's hard for you to miss. Every so often you can. Right. But it's just like the primary program's coming up, and I feel like I have a lot of responsibilities right now. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll, we'll, we'll try that. Okay. And honestly, this is, again, we say this a number of times, this is our journey. Uh, every journey looks different. Um, just let's, let's say that somehow I have found a way to be in sacrament meeting again for the rest of my life. Uh, that Katie's eyes just went wide. (laughs) What? She's skeptical. Um, but let's say that I have found a way to do that. That in no way means that everyone should be able to be at the mental space, the spiritual space to be able to sit through a sacrament meeting every single week. I would be shocked if there are not weeks where I um, do not agree with what's being taught and I stand up and walk home in the middle of a le- in the middle of a talk and then text Katie and say, I absolutely want to sit down with the kids when they get home and talk about this. There could be moments like that. So believing spouses, don't use this episode or any of our episodes as ammunition towards the unbelieving spouse. And same thing on the unbelieving spouse's side. Uh, this is just something that is working. Uh, well, something that we are trying to to do. I'm We're not saying it's working for us because some things are working and some things aren't. We're just trying things out. We do think that it's very healthy to to try, just to try things. Try going back, believing spouse. Try asking your spouse, "What do you want to do this Sunday? Can we do it together?" Yeah. Yeah, you like that. I do. All right. Uh, So just as a teaser for upcoming episodes, we have one more week of the church episode. Matt and Lindsay are going to do two more um, church episodes. Yeah. Hopefully this has been, hopefully eight episodes total about going back to church is is worthwhile and it's not overkill. Right. I've really liked Lindsay and Matt's episodes. They've been great. I listened to the last one. It was really good. good. They're, they're 
I, I purposefully, we cannot out Lindsay and Matt, Lindsay and Matt. They are so structured and so well thought they are. that it's like, you know what? We're just not even try that. Let's, we're going to go and do a completely different thing, lean on our strengths. Right. Which is what? Uh, just hitting, <laughs> hitting record and talking. <laughs> uh, right. No, no preparedness here. Anyway, but what other episodes do we have coming but up? But we've got the church episodes and then I don't know if any of you have read the book yet, Bridges, Ministering to Those Who Question by David Osler. But we are going to get the chance to interview him about that book. And Alan, what do you want to say about the book? It's honestly, it's fantastic. Um, A book about doubt written by a believer. I don't know how it could have been written any better. It's very, very good. So I, I am, I'm really looking forward to it and it's, it's cool. We're, we're taking down the Osler one Osler at a time. That's right. We, we were on a Richard Osler, his brother's uh, podcast a little while ago, and now David's going to come into ours. We're really looking forward to it. Yeah, we're excited to talk to him. We are going to try something next month. We're going to go to Lower Lights. I don't know if any of you have heard of Thomas McConkey, but he is... I don't even know what to say about him. Well, don't let his last name scare you, first of all. Right. He <laughs> does lead the group through meditation. Yeah. And it's called Lower Lights. It meets in Salt Lake City. And we've been dying to go. So we're going to try that next month and then talk to you about how... I don't know how that helped us or didn't or how that went. Yeah. And then the other thing that's been on my mind is routine and getting back to it. All of your kids are starting school. Our kids start tomorrow, which we're so excited about. But I started thinking about specifically routine and habits and healthy habits in a mixed faith marriage. And right now is a really good time for you to set up goals or make routines that will help your mixed faith marriage. Al and I are going to be doing the same thing and trying it out for a month and seeing what happens. And then after reporting back to you on what worked well, what didn't, and hopefully we'll be able to hit on our connection, our spirituality on, on the things that we have in common on things that we need to find to have in common with each other and certainly lower lights as part of that but we're going to do a little mini series on that and hopefully hopefully we can help you um talk through some of that and that will be in september this has been another episode of marriage on a tightrope thank you very much for listening if you'd like to reach out via email you may do so at marriage on a tightrope at gmail.com Join our Facebook group. You can search for Marriage on a Tightrope podcast, and you will be admitted, most likely, unless you're a jerk. And how do they find us on Instagram? And go to our Instagram feed at Marriage on a Tightrope. And don't forget, September 21st, 5 o'clock, for you Utah County people, we'd love to see you. If you'd like to donate to the podcast, it'd be very much appreciated. It helps us sustain the podcast and uh, the efforts that we put into it. You can go to marriageandatightrope.org. About midway down the page on the right-hand side, there's a donate button. You can give one uh, donation, one-time donation, or uh, set up a monthly payment if you'd like to, to help with the podcast. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next time on Marriage on a Tightrope. I just burped. <laughs> you know I'm leaving that in, right? No! <laughs> We're gonna see that it was better That we grew up together Tell me you don't want to leave
Cause if change is what you need, you can change right next to me. When you're high, I'll take the lows. You can ebb and I can flow. We'll take it slow and grow as we go. As we go.